But I think immigrants provide so much value and energy and innovation wherever we go because we have a goal when we move for the most. Yeah, we are driven. We are driven by our aim, which is why we are here. And we are driven also by our fears, which is why we are we are working a, a bit more than somebody who does not have that fear. Like somebody who's a citizen does not have the fear of being left out of a job and having to sell everything that they've built and go to go back to their home country. If somebody has that fear, it's going to drive them further to make sure that they are able to keep their journey moving forward. So that the aim as well as the the dog running behind you kind of helps us go further, faster, and, and be more driven in our in our work as well as everything outside of work as well. Welcome to the Immigrant Experience in America, an immigrant human library, where we amplify and humanize the experiences of immigrants in the United States and around the world. Listen in as we add another story to our immigrant human library. There's a saying out there, necessities, the mother of, in, is it invention? Yeah. Right? And I saw a post recently that there was an Indian guy who came out with like five patents or something like that since the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah. you know, and, and Aditi alluded to this, that sometimes in order to get in from that EB2 category into your EB1, that's the level of performance that you really have to show in order to get your green card. So I know there's motivation there, right? Yeah, and you will see more and more people get after it. Now that things have been backlogged for so long, okay, we've solved many of our problems. Okay, what's the next problem? The next problem is being stuck in EB2. So now a lot of people are gonna drive to solve that problem. One way I did was to come to Canada and just get more relaxed. Uh, the people that you are talking about allude to are people that go after the EB1 category. So even the lawyers, immigration lawyers, kind of tend to focus on the EB1 category as somebody who's doing a lot of research, has a lot of papers, and that's what whom they focus on. But not a lot of people are in those functions where they can create these scholarly articles or peer-reviewed articles. So now that's what you will see. You will see a lot more immigrants, uh, especially in the Indian community, because that's what the system is backlogged for, go after this EB1 category. So whether it's creating patterns, uh, being published in more media outlets, you'll see a lot more people do that. Yes, because I come across like a lot of doctors, medical doctors, like very high professional people because, you know, they probably either had to do that or perform very highly in that level in order to even get the H-1B in the first place. And then while they're over here, then they have to like, like really be on the grind in order to get that green card. So I can't just imagine. Yeah. And (laughs) I can't imagine. And it's not, I mean, to be honest, the people who are stuck are tax paying people. They pay a lot of taxes for the the government, you're in, you're out, irrespective of whether they are one party or another. And at some point, you we are going to st- stop getting that or people are going to leave so that they 
are more relaxed. Plus, the uh, com- world is getting more competitive. I mean, U.S. is great. It's the number one country where people want to be. It it has the most opportunities. It pays the most for an equivalent title anywhere in the world. So mm-hmm. it, it has competitive advantage. But that competitive advantage will go away if people find something which maybe is paying a little less, but is giving them a lot more freedom. You are going to see a lot more people go back to either their home country or to a different country where the regulations are a little easier because now all you need to create a great life for you is a computer and an internet connection. I've heard a lot of stories of people going to Canada because I guess immigration um, re- uh, restrictions are not as stringent as on this side. And they have a lot of space. I know it's very yeah. cold, yeah. but um, they can absorb more people perhaps. So I don't know. that That's that's one way I think that people have been going at it too, is going to Canada. So Yeah, and I would say if they weren't as stringent, or I wouldn't even say stringent, the rules are what they are. It's just inadvertently or unintentionally, it has just been blocked for a lot of Indian immigrants, the green card process. The H-1B, on the other hand, is a little bit of a of a miscalculation, I would say, because why isn't there not a cap on international students? I mean, the intake of international students is so much higher than H-1Bs, which is then the, the argument becomes, do study with us, study in the best universities in the world, uh, and then work for a year or three, in our industry but then that's the end of the rope for you so yeah. if you are ready for that and this h1b mess is affecting all immigrants all international students from all countries where it's just be prepared to either pivot in one or three years after graduation or be prepared to go back if you're one of if you're not one of the lucky ones Right, right, right. So a lot of evaluation that people listening to this episode will need to make is, you know, uh, do you want, it's a high risk. There is a lot of risk in doing that. And you need to be prepared that perhaps one day you might have to go back if it doesn't, the stars don't line up for you. You know, that's a possibility. And again, we came with that luxury where there was no lottery. Whoever applied for an H1 was getting through or the majority were at least. Whereas now it's completely switched. Only the majority is not getting an H-1B. So now you need to do something that a minority of us did, which is come here with open eyes and and be prepared to kind of navigate this world. So I wanted to talk, give you a moment to talk about your newly launched course and some of the other services that you provide and how can people get in touch with you if they want to collaborate in, in any way and how to connect with you on social media, wherever you are. Yeah, thanks for that. I The first product that I've created focuses on getting promoted at work and becoming a top performer at work as an immigrant uh, professional. And the reason why I've done that, uh, I've created that course is because in the last 10 years, I've gone from an entry-level position at my company to the partner at my company. 
So all the mistakes I made, all the self-development courses I invested in and, and the methods and ideologies I tried, I'm trying to bring that in a compact way in like a digital course that helps people accelerate their soft skills that are required to get promoted. Because if you look at immigrants, right, we tend to focus our energies on things that are that you can touch and feel. For example, it can be a, a phone, it can be a car, it can be a house. Or when it comes to getting better at work, it our mind automatically switches to, I need an MBA. Again, a certificate that they can touch and feel. Or I need a PMP certification. I need more hard skills. That's what we feel when we are like, okay, there's something missing. I want to get better at work. I need more hard skills. Whereas that's a good thing to have, but look around at other leaders that are leading you. How many have an MBA? How many have like a PhD or a double masters or a PMP certificate? Not many. Yeah. Even after you get those hard skills, it won't solve the problem that I think a lot of immigrants have, which is the soft skills now are now hard skills. The soft skills are now hard skills. And that's the gap that I'm trying to fill with this course. So I created a system called the cardinal points of promotion. So like in the world, there are cardinal points of direction, north, south, east, west, there are cardinal points for promotion. So beyond your technical responsibilities, you need to develop people skills, mindset skills, communication skills, and entrepreneurial skills to get promoted at work. So that's what this course does. It gives you a repeatable system to follow, to go to the next level that you are aiming for, and for that matter, any other levels you're aiming for after that by improving uh, yourself in these four different directions. Oh, and that is so needed. I mean, even if you're not an immigrant, I think a lot of people coming out of college, you go in entry level and you get in. But it's always like, how do I get to that next level, right? I think a lot of people are trying to figure that out because that that will be very useful, actually. So I know your target audience is like immigrant folks because that's been your journey and that's yes. that's your client avatar. But you know, I can see this becoming even more valuable to people outside of that space too. So you never know. Yeah, um, absolutely. 90, 90% of what each of us need to learn is the same. The only the only reason why I have been focusing on immigrants because it matches with my purpose and it helps me fill in that 10%, which is different. Come, come with stories and uh, quotes and, and stuff like that from our journey. So that's the 10%. But like you said, 90% of whatever all of us need to learn to grow our career is going to be the same irrespective of the country that we are in or the culture that we work in. 
Right, right. And I, I, I haven't come across an actual system to do it. I've read so many books, talked to so many people. So it's great that you've actually put a system together. So, you know, looking forward to hearing how that develops for you over time. They say success leaves clues. And so I'm wondering, you know, what is there anything that you know now, so many years into your immigrant journey that you wish you had known at the start of your journey that might be helpful to people listening? Yeah, so many things. I'm not one of those who says that I have no regrets. <laughs> there are so many things. If I could, if I could give myself a boost at the start of my career, I would take it with uh, with both hands. Um, I can go to uh, different directions, but what I will say is that the one thing I will say is that everything you want to achieve is a game with some rules that are quite different than the last game you played for example i would did decently in my in my masters uh, masters engineering program and the way to win at that game was um apply yourself uh, do the assignments correctly and be prepared enough for the exams that you can get an a grade that was yeah. the that was the game there but the and but i thought that i would be able to translate that in the workplace and sure i was doing everything which is technically required to do uh, i did it well but the game at work is completely different Oof. it's completely different than the game that you it is at school so <laughs> not only do you have to work in the extra credit domain you are optimizing for a system that is not grading the same way your assignments were graded previously mm -hmm. so here at work what i focused on was what i have been told do that perfectly as technically well as possible and that's my job whereas the actual game is are my are the people who are working with me do they trust my work yes yeah, so. are they able to speak about me in rooms where i am not present oh so important am i communicating not just my work but the outcome of my work i can say that oh i did x but how did that x relate to your team's goal that is one level how it related to your company's goal that is another level and is there something that you didn't do that can impact your company's goal that is another yet another level so people skills communication skills mindset showing up at work with uh, the same mood uh, every day a positive mood a, a mood about collaboration um, and then being entrepreneurial so i know i'm going back to my cardinal points but that's what the game is the mm -hmm. game is completely different for finding a job or getting promoted once you have that first job in place so that's what i would say if i i wish i could give the entire <laughs> cardinal points of promotion uh and and fit it in my my mind as i was starting out right so it would have fast tracked your career right or Some Absolutely other... I would have focused more on things that matter than cribbing about things that I thought mattered were not 
valuable. Yes, yes. And that's one. And the other thing is, I would have been playing a different game than I am playing right now. I could have accelerated myself. Uh, so yeah, I, I, there are many things I would wish to tell my right. younger. And something that I've come across lately too is, you know, coming from what I call a high context culture where it's more collectivist, right? The way you operate and move in your community and people dependent on you and you dependent on people that you make different decisions in an environment like that. When you come to the U.S., it's a completely different ballgame. And a lot of times we all have to learn it's individualistic, it's very capitalistic, you need to, as they say, talk net, very concise. And so you really have to change as an immigrant in so many ways to really function and thrive here. And sometimes it takes time, you know, yeah. and I hope people who are listening don't think that you have to do that in the first year, the first five years. Sometimes these growth areas come over time, but we're saying take the time to educate yourself so you be can become aware of the game that you're playing so that you can work on these soft skills. Don't neglect them because they're so very important. Yeah, absolutely. The The context that you added is so good. It is an individual journey here. Uh, and you have to maximize your individual journey. A lot of times we don't even know the blind spots we have. Mm -hmm. It takes Sometimes it takes time to uncover those blind spots. But if you want to accelerate that, there are many mentors available in your workplace. There are many online mentors available that are trying to kind of dis help you discover these blind spots. And it is one thing that I would also say is that everybody wants the quick fix. Well, for example, I might be happy to pay for a pill that helps me with weight loss, but not do, do the exercise or not eat the food that I, I enjoy. Uh, and I think the same thing is happening with the workplace as well, that people have to kind of then start thinking about, okay, how can I invest in myself and grow faster or have systems that I can follow as compared to letting time go by and eventually, everybody does figure out how things work. Eventually, everybody does make uh, an impact at their workplace. But what's the timeline that you are comfortable with will drive the actions that you have to take today. So to close out, I wonder, you've given so much advice so far. Any final words that you would like to say to immigrants who are considering coming over? Maybe they're here already. They might be new or they might be 10 years into their journey. Like what, any advice that you might say to encourage, to, you know, just inspire people to, to keep at it. It can be tough sometimes for people. And so, I don't know, anything that flows from you that might be encouraging for anybody who might hear your story? Yeah, so immigrants who are 10 years into, into this world, into their immigrant experience, I think they have a lot more confidence now. I think what they should seek or what I seek at this point is a community of like-minded people who kind of pull each other up. So for me, that's LinkedIn, that's a community of fellow entrepreneurs 
creators who are trying to do that. And I could could have done this on my own, but having friends to talk to, you included, just makes it so much easier to kind of share that, oh, this is a problem I'm facing. And immediately you're like, okay, yeah, have you thought about this? Or have you thought about that? Or I can relate to it totally. So everybody who's in that range, the 10 years into immigrant experience, find communities that are your goal oriented. We all have a friend group that we enjoy to be with and they give us a lot of energy, but they may not be the best at discussing things that are that you are looking at. So find those, find that tribe. It can be LinkedIn, it can be meetups, it can, you be the one. Sometimes a lot of people are very passive. Oh, I can't find people who are in, in those groups. You start writing and you yeah. start sharing and you will attract people around you that are like-minded. So that's the suggestion I would give. The immigrants who are three to five years into their work experience, into their immigrant experience, I would say, start investing in self-development growth. That is, aside from all the money that you put in the status game, the travel, the phones, the houses, all of that is great, but also start investing in self-development. Then I will just close out with two other types of immigrants. The immigrants who are just in school, I would say for them, I'm confident that you have all the goods that are required to achieve success in the American workplace. Yes. Trust in yourself, do the hard work of getting the first job, and then make sure that you are always optimizing your approach towards work, towards the workplace. A side note would be just keep an eye out of on everything immigration related, everything H1B related. It is now a necessity to know all the options you have available and all the things that you have to take care of if things don't go well for you. You need to have a solid backup plan. And then for the last group of people who are sitting in our home countries and thinking about coming to the US. And I would add a, yeah, first let me say that. I was gonna add a caveat. I'll add the caveat in a second. But to everybody who's out there thinking of coming to the US to study, make sure that you can Think of U.S. as a three-year experience. If you are happy with the U.S. being a three-year experience and that be the end of it, then come here. Otherwise, don't limit yourself to one specific country. You have the confidence. Nowadays, these immigrants are so sharp, these young people, so amazing, so entrepreneurial. Don't let one country limit you to all the possibilities there are in this world. Make things easier for you rather than doing like a um, low-key PhD, which I call on immigration policy. So think about that. And the caveat is for Indians specifically, because even after they clear the H-1B phase somehow, there is another ceiling, which is the EB2 green card. To them, I would say... Think more hard than any international student about coming here. 
make sure if you're coming here to plan for a three-year experience and to complete your education loans in that three-year experience. But if you don't want that headache, again, I'll say, have confidence, supreme confidence in yourself. Don't limit yourself to one country. You can achieve success in any country you decide, especially now that India is growing like amazingly. Being in India also is as good of an option as going to US, Canada, UK, Australia, wherever you want to go. Just make sure that you have supreme confidence in yourself and don't limit yourself to one country because of all the PR that has happened, not just by the universities of that company, but by your fellow immigrants like me, who always posts about travel, posts about our houses, our cars, our amazing life in the US. It comes at a lot of costs that only some of us are starting to talk about now. Wow, that is that's very authentic and honest. Thank you for sharing that. And it's so true. I think a lot of people and social media has taken it to so many other levels, right? Because yeah. people post everything now. Years past when we were not online as much, people didn't really know unless you, they just assumed from the movies that whole right. great is, but now they can see people showing the car that they've either leased yeah, <laughs> or they're paying for it this month, but it's not really there. So just really keep your feet on the ground, put things in perspective. Don't get lost in all of that glam and yeah. glamour that people are posting online. Some people are successful. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. But a lot of us are trying to work it out, trying to figure it out day by day. There's a lot of bills here. There's so much value in our birth countries um, outside of the industrialized context um, mm -hmm. and the more collectivist uh, cultures. You know, there's a lot of if you have a farm, for example, you can you can go outside and pick something and you make dinner from that. Everything mm -hmm. we eat in this country, we have mm -hmm. to buy it. We yeah. have to pay bills. We work to pay bills. We Everything we eat, we buy. Everything we wear, we buy. You don't have that type of stress when you're in another country and you're on yeah. the family property or you're living somewhere else. It's, it's a different type of stress. So you may right. think, oh, I can just come over to the US or Canada or the UK and you can achieve this like, you know, magically. It takes a lot of work. And, yeah. um, you know, and a lot of times... It's not easy. It's very rough. So we just want to bring some reality to this experience before you just, you know, dream of it and just jump out. It's not a fantasy. It's a lot of work. So listen to what Varun has to say. We thank you so much. This is a lovely bookend to our conversation, Varun. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, my pleasure. It has been awesome to speak with you and especially to be part of the mission that you have with this podcast. I love it. And I am grateful for you to doing it and I'm happy to be a part of. Very good. Very good. We're wishing you much success with the launch of your course. We'll, we're connected online. So I'll, I'll, I'll be watching to see how this um, takes off. It's, it's much needed uh, soft skills for people. And uh, you've put the roadmap, the system together to help people figure out how to make it a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah so if anybody's interested uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm I'm very active there. Uh, Varun Nigandhi. 
And then my website is called, or my business is called Beyond Grad. So Beyond Graduation, uh, beyondgrad.com. And you can go and you'll find the course there. Very good. Very good. And we'll be sure to get the details and post it in the show notes from Barun. But thank you so much. We know you're a family man. <laughs> but I have so much fun. I told you I was a little bit tired. And yeah. then when I got on here, it's like I got this boost of energy. This is how I know that I'm being obedient in doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now, because Absolutely. I know people are getting help from just listening to us talk about it. We don't talk in our communities. We just don't talk enough about the real stuff, you yeah. know, and these are real conversations. Yeah. And one thing we share is the entrepreneurial projects that we have. And it is ironic that you start being an entrepreneurial for the freedom of time that it affords us. But to get there, when you are especially starting on the side, you are in the prison, especially of the project that you've created and you are putting yeah. more time than <laughs> you would like to in the future. But that's the journey of an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and I'm right there with you on it. Yes, yes. I heard somebody say... That, you know, you live like no one else so that later you can live like no one else. And then the <laughs> second thing is you put the time in when you're younger and you have that energy. So as you get older, you would have put some things in place so you don't have to now be grinding as hard. Right. So it does yeah. get easier over time. I mean, whatever your belief system, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, I really think that if you put the energy in now, it does get easier over time because you're figuring out and becoming more, for me, it's feeling like I'm more aligned with what my purpose is being here. And I, I do think you get rewarded. Eventually you really do get rewarded. Yeah. Eventually fingers crossed. <laughs> you will you will it was great chatting with you thank you for having me on here very good we thank our listeners around the world and we appreciate your continued support as we build our human library please remember to give us a five-star review subscribe and share with your friends family and circle of influence